three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here trying to encourage us to be in God's Word, reading God's Word. And we are in a quick read-through, flyover, if you will, of Genesis. And we are in chapter 40. And we are going to take a pause from Genesis here as we approach Christmas, the Advent season. But we're going to get through a few dreams first and then go into the the la-la land of dreaming of Christmas, dreaming of a white Christmas, and all the other things that we've done with this holiday as a very uh, pagan culture <laughs> and uh, just to deal with that. So if you're listening to this at any time in the future, we uh, I've done a, I did a, in, a series on the incarnation, which is Christ becoming human and being born in a manger in Bethlehem. And so this season... As we come back up to it, we're going to do more of an Advent, looking at the Advent celebration. So you can go into my archives and check out the Incarnation and also look at what I what we do with Advent. Okay, so here we are in Genesis chapter 40 and 1 minute and 15 seconds into the podcast already. Chapter 40, and we're going to read a little bit here just to set it up. So again, Joseph is now in prison at... The, at the, basically at Pharaoh's place, and there's a captain of the guard for the prison, and he is, Joseph has been very pleasing to him, and now he's in charge of the prison, basically. And here we go. And there's been a few years, so don't we can't be thinking this is like the next day or the next week or the next month. It's been a few years. So sometime after this, the cup bearer of the king of Egypt and his baker committed an offense against their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard appointed Joseph to be with them, and he attended them. They continued for some time in his custody. All right, let's just back up a little bit. Joseph is in charge of everything in the prison. So, of course, they're going to be put in his custody, right? Because that's what it tells us earlier. And, all right, so verse 5. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, each his own dream, and each dream with his own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they were troubled. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who who were with him in custody in his master's house, why your face is downcast today? And they said to him, "We we have had dreams and there is no one to interpret them. And Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. Now I want to stop. We'll get into the dreams next time. But in my desire to keep this brief, so I want to I want to really look at one thing here. What are you expecting God to do in the lives of the people around you? Joseph is a prisoner in a prison after being a slave to a master and to that master he was given charge of everything and then falsely accused of something so he's thrown in a prison where he's given charge of everything and years are going by. Not months, years. And he is in tune. That, this morning, as he approaches his 
two guys that have probably been in a prison now for a little bit. This is after a while. And he notices their countenance. He notices, he knows who they are. He's gotten to know them so he can tell there's something wrong. Joseph is anticipating God to be at work. I really think so. Are you? We're, who is in your life that maybe God has placed there for a reason? And we need to be in tune to what God is doing, right? Let's join God at work. I know often I'm, I'm trying to find work to do for God. And God's like, well, John, just join me at what I'm already doing. And, and so that's why this whole podcast is making marriage great. One of my greatest ministries is to my wife. Another great ministry was to, is to my children. It is still to my children. Even though all of them are growing out of the house, I can still disciple them. I can still coach them, be their friend, be their mentor, be their exhorter, just be there for them and help them to raise up our grandchildren, their children, in the way that they should go, right? So those are, those are key first. And then everything else that God does, the people you know at work, the people you meet at the grocery store, people you interact with, people are around us. And here Joseph attends to his two prisoners. Now I want to look at Joseph, and I love the uh, ESV study Bible has sort of a timeline of Joseph's life, which makes this really, really easy. And so Joseph is sold to Potiphar in Egypt when he's 17, right? It says that he's 28 when he interprets the dreams of the cupbearer and the baker in prison. So 11 years have passed since he's been, he started off at Potiphar's. 11. 11 years. He's a slave and a prisoner. 11 years. And so we're going to get a clue. The, the, in the next chapter, it's going to tell us that the cupbearer forgets him for two years. And Pharaoh has a dream. And then Pharaoh's dream, of course, leads to Joseph's interpreting a seven-year, uh, where they have plenty, and then seven years of famine. So that's going to take Joseph from the age of 30 to 37. That's the uh, years of plenty. And then 37 to 44, that's the years of famine. And that's when his family comes and is re- he's reunited with his family. Um, but the thing about it, from 17 to 30, he's a slave and a prisoner. And then from... 37 to somewhere around 40, maybe 39, he's still not knowing about his family or anything, although he maybe could have sent the spy to check on him because he gained great power. Um, So pretty interesting, right? Just to think about that. So think about what is God doing in the people's lives around you and how can you step in and be positive aspect. Joseph here is just noticing um, that he says, why are your faces downcast today? Now, that's not necessarily maybe the way you might approach him, but maybe it is. <laughs> hey, you seem downcast today. How can I help you? What's going on? And you might be surprised. Or, hey, you seem a little down today. What's, uh, what's going on? So look to see where God's at work, and you never know how that might just change your day and change your life. God bless you. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.